Welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. Welcome to today's episode. I am absolutely thrilled that you are here, as always. I know they say that every time, but I'm always so excited that you're here because I love the amazing guests that I get to bring you. I love serving you on your author journey. And especially like today, I'm bringing to you Alut Avram. I think I'm pronouncing the last name correctly. She's down in South Africa. And I have known Alut for a number of years. And she's recently written a book called If You Loved Yourself, What Would You Do Now? So we're going to have a juicy conversation today. But one of the things that I love about Alut and why I'm so excited to bring her to you today is because in her author journey, like she had tried, you know, had this idea, like she's a brilliant, brilliant woman, right? Like she's a psychologist, she's a hypnotherapist, you know, she's written this book, she's an energy healer, she even is a teacher, she teaches people, you know, how to awaken to their possibilities. She's been doing this for more than a couple of decades, 23 years she's been on this journey. Interesting little fact is that she was actually, she took trapeze when she was a 10-year-old for a year, so she's also a studied trapeze artist. I think my first ever trapeze artist, at least in your childhood, that I've ever interviewed. <laughs> but the thing that I love about her, and this, is, this goes for every author to help you succeed, is your enthusiasm, your commitment, your willingness to say yes to your success. And uh, that is how I really come, came to know a lot because she participated in a contest I was sponsoring for my transformational author experience. She won one of the prizes. She entered my transformational author writing contest. She won one of those prizes. And I actually got to meet her in person in South Africa. But it, as you'll experience in a moment, and again, this is so true for authors who really want to make an impact like she's having. And she'll talk with you about that a little bit as we get into the interview. But enthusiasm, focus, commitment, clarity, passion, love, heart, being willing to ask and do what it takes um, are all things that Alut brings to the table. So welcome to the show today. Wow. Thank you. What an amazing introduction. <laughs> well, you're an amazing woman who wrote an amazing book and I'm thrilled that you're here. So I always like to begin by asking you just a little bit about like this whole author journey. Like did you know when you were a kid that you wanted to become an author? Like, how did it happen to now you are a published author of this amazing book called If You Loved Yourself, What Would You Do? Can you share some of the journey for us? Sure. It's so interesting that you say when you were little, did you know? I hadn't thought about that until you said it right now. When I was in, I think it was grade eight, I won a writing competition. I wrote a little story about a penguin in the oily waters, you know, when there are oil leaks, an environmental story. Hmm. And I remember sort of the deep excitement of having my writing being validated like that. And I guess that's something that went in. I've always enjoyed writing. I write in a journal for years and years. It's the way that I'm able to connect with the deepest parts of myself. But I didn't think I'd be an author as such. It was actually a friend of mine when I was parenting 
uh, apparently, according to her, quite unusually. <laughs> and she said to me, are you going to write a book? And I thought, I can't write a book. I don't have anything to say. I'm just doing my best and messing up most of the time, like everybody else. And she said, well, just think about it. And I, I started to think, well, if I had to write a book, what would I say? And I basically wrote out a, an outline of chapters and realized that I had a lot to say. That was about conscious parenting. This is the second book that I've written. The first one didn't get published. Something about what happened with that competition, because when you said it now, I suddenly remembered something. What? Tell us. Sounds juicy. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had a bit, I hit a bit of a crisis when I won that competition. So for those listening, I was participating in Christine's amazing transformational author experience, which I'd quite coincidentally landed on and hadn't realized the, the treasure chest that I'd fallen into unwittingly. And then I landed up winning. It was membership, I suppose, to, to the actual, um, experience and with that winning I got offered the opportunity to submit a proposal for my new book to Christine and to a group of people who would then decide on whether this was a good uh, prospect for publishing or not and it put me in such a quandary because I hadn't meant to do a proposal because for the first book I had desperately tried to get published traditionally and I'd gotten lovely feedback from agents in New York saying this is wonderful writing and we love your credentials, but you don't have a platform. So go build a platform and get back to us. And it, I had sort of, I'm, I had perceived it as a big failure, a big fat failure. And so when the thought of writing a proposal came along, I was, I really balked. I kind of pulled away. I was like, hell no, I'm not doing that again. Not myself through that and falling on my, you know, behind. And then suddenly you let me know that I'd won this thing. And the big part of it was to submit a proposal, which I was really, really not wanting to do. <laughs> but you also in that program, I think you also got access to my Get Your Book Done program that, you know, helped you develop some of those parts that might go into the proposal. I'm pretty sure you had access to that too. So hope, hopefully that helped as well. Completely. It was when, when I read through and, and heard you speaking about it that I realized I, maybe I'd be willing to give it another shot. And the thing you said that really tipped it for me was that everything that I need to see the proposal as though it's a, a business plan, my business plan. And that made such deep sense to me because I realized that everything you were asking for in that proposal were things that I would have to do anyway. I would have to think about the back cover and my bio and, and the summary and the description. So I realized that it was actually a brilliant thing to do. So I'm going to put you on the spot here for a moment, if you don't mind. And I'm just personally curious, like, do you think your book would be written, published out there in the world, impacting lives, had you actually not thrown your hat in the ring and won that contest? I was planning to publish anyway, but it would have been nothing like what it is now. Absolutely nothing. It was like one of the things that I just, I kind of fell in love with you a little bit as I listened to you interviewing people. So to be interviewed by you now is, is so exciting and rewarding. 
because you asked exactly the questions I wanted you to ask. And every time I was sitting here all the way down in Cape Town, South Africa, starting to feel completely overwhelmed because the people that you were interviewing had been in the industry for years and years and they were speaking so casually about these things that were totally new to me. And every once in a while, I started to sort of sweat and get panicky. <laughs> and every time that happened, you sort of turned to the camera and you said, for those of you who might be starting to get a little anxious, Ooh, sweaty and panicky, <laughs> yep. <laughs> if your heart's beating a little faster right now, just take a deep breath. You're just gathering information. You'll use it later. And I swear I could have kissed you every time you did that. It was as though you were speaking directly to me. So those interviews and the questions you asked and the guests that you had on, it was as though my mind had been blown open. There are so many things I put into the book that were directly because of that. And as you know, there's a, there's a thank you in the acknowledgements at the back of the book to you because I really think you had such an impact. Well, thank you. I am grateful. And just in case anyone is wondering, like, can we still listen to those interviews that she's talking about? Um, I'm actually considering doing flashback episodes on my podcast where I pull some of those previous interviews oh, I've done do that. Um, so they can have life again because they're, they're pretty good. So they're brilliant. Um, yeah, people like Gay Hendricks and Marianne Williamson. And um, well, I just interviewed Mark Allen uh, a couple episodes ago. So he was one, but publishers and marketing experts and just incredible, amazing New York Times bestselling authors. So I do think I'm going to do some flashback episodes. And I think that you speaking about how powerful those were right now is just confirming to me that, yes, I'm going to bring you, my awesome audience, some of those flashback episodes. So I will add that to my to-do list and let you know when the first one comes out. I really endorse that idea. I think they were they were really phenomenal. And you've got what seven or eight seasons of those you did. Yeah, I've got like over a hundred interviews. It's, there's a and, lot. <laughs> yes. If you could put that together in a package, I think it would be incredible for the people who, you know, who are wanting to get their book done because it really it was like a turbo boost to me to get my book done. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it it is amazing. So well, thank you for the uh, affirmation, and those will be coming to you as soon as I can get one out. I will be sure to let you all know that it's live. So awesome. So I want to talk with you a little bit about this thing called loving yourself, because this is your like this is your expertise, right? This might be you know what had you know some of those other moms looking at you like, oh, you're doing things a little bit differently in how you parent and what's informed how you work with your you know, your patients and your clients and all of that. So I think the question that I want to ask first is how this relates to authors, and then we'll dive a little bit deeper. But for everyone listening, can you talk to them just from your own experience, how like walking through a journey of self-love informed and influenced your experience as an author? Sure. That's such a lovely question. So what I want to say about self-love is that the way I talk about it and teach it, and as I've understood it over the years of working with people, is that it's not about bubble baths and it's not necessarily about, you know, just saying affirmations to yourself that you struggle to believe in. <laughs> it's about having the courage, I suppose, to listen to your own inner voice and acknowledge what your own needs are 
And when you do that, you feel important enough to be heard and to, to be looked after. Because the people or the things of the, that we care about are, are people and things that we listen to and we care for and we make sure that their needs are met. If it's an animal, you feed it and take it for walks. If it's a plant, you give it water. If it's a, a child or a partner, you, you want to know how they are and, and you care. And we seem to not do that with ourselves very much. So when it came to writing, there was quite a journey of having to filter out what I thought I should be saying and what other people would like, or what I thought they'd like anyway, and what I actually wanted to say or, how, or what my real opinion was. So it was very much a journey of learning how to listen to my own truth and have the, the courage to say what I really did want to say rather than what I thought would be the appropriate thing to say or, or to say it in the way that other people would find more digestible. I really had to hold my own hand a lot through this process. I, I have found the writing itself for me is a, is a, it's an activity of self-love. I really am glowing after a, a session of writing. Absolutely love it. I feel like I'm I'm uh, completely in alignment with my highest self when I'm writing. And it's, it's a time when I just feel wide open. And my partner can actually see when I come home, he looks at me and goes, you, you got to write today, didn't you? Because he can just see I, I'm light and I look happy. But the, the parts of having to put it out there or heading towards publishing, I really had to hold my hand and walk through a lot of fear barriers around the vulnerability of it and the fear. Yeah. And I, I just have to um, bring a light to the beautiful visual that this concept of holding my hand, right? Like, and all of you listening as you're writing, because there are ups and downs and ins and outs. And I mean, there's such a plethora of opportunity as you're writing a book to judge yourself, to be critical, to feel like it's not good enough, like all of these things. And I don't know, something, Ayla, to when you said, I, need, I needed to hold my own hand. There was just such compassion, such self-love, right? Because that's kind of what, it, what inspired the question and the response. And all of you, no matter what you're writing, you're writing a parenting book, a business book, a how-to book of any sort, you know, whatever it is that you're writing, hold on to that visual that sometimes you'll just need to hold your own hand. And I feel like for, you know, people listening right now, some just took a really deep breath and just felt the sense of, ah, okay, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. So yeah. thank you for that beautiful visual. You're so welcome. So you really being on this journey of self-love obviously really influenced your own process of writing this book and the message that you share and all of that. Now, the opposite, I think, would be the not listening to self, not tuning in, not paying attention when you know they hear this nudge of truth. So what do you think you know is possible that could happen to authors, whether they're writing or they're out there trying to promote the book? when they actually don't listen to their own truth? Like how do they know that they might be off mark on something with what they're writing and what they're working on? 
Well, the very short answer is that it just feels horrible. Um, as you mm. were saying, I thought uh, it's, a, it's not listening to yourself is a one-way street to depression, anxiety, overeating, binge-watching series, you know, and all the other things. And, and, and it leads to that feeling of numbness and purposelessness, that feeling of, I don't really know what the purpose is or why I'm even doing it. Those are all indications that you're off track, that you're not in line with what your heart is calling to you to do. Because when you are, it's actually really, really simple. And it's, it's children know how to do this so well. And then we, we talk them out of it like we were talked out of it. It's, it's this simple. It goes like this. If it feels good, you're on track. And if it feels bad, you're off track. So simple, isn't it? But not necessarily, <laughs> e- but not necessarily easy. Say more about that. Um, I, I kind of, I say to people, my method is so simple. It's not necessarily easy, but it is so simple and so powerful. If when you're listening to your heart, uh, I, I teach about asking yourself this question, whenever you're faced with any kind of conundrum, if I loved myself, what would I choose to do now? And it's a powerful question because it, it forces you to look inwards and it also kind of clears away external values and, and other people's opinions because you're asking, if I loved myself, what would I actually choose to do now? Such a powerful question and such a beautiful title for a book. <laughs> and I'm, I'm actually, I'm seeing right now as you're saying that, like I'm tuning into you know, who, who our audience is. And I feel like some of those people would be like, well, if I loved myself right now, I'd, I'd probably sit down and write. And there might be some others that are thinking to themselves, well, if I loved myself right now, I'd probably step away from my computer and I'd step away from trying to write because it's just not flowing right now. Or if I loved myself right now, you know, I would just, believe that what I wrote had value without doubting myself or whatever. Like, I just feel like there's so many different ways and places and different responses that people can have. You know, if I love myself right now, I'd go take a nap. Who knows what they're thinking, but it's a brilliant question. Completely. And, and I love that you're picking up on the simple things because sometimes people feel like the answer is going to be dramatic and then they get scared of it. And it's not like that at all because Truly, if you love yourself, you're not going to frighten yourself, right? Yes. Let's hope not, right? (laughs) (laughs) We forget about that part because people are kind of say, but then won't I be selfish and won't I just ignore the people I love? And then I say, no, because if you loved yourself, you, you wouldn't want to ignore the people you love. You would nurture your relationships because they feel good to you. So what I love about what you're saying now about writers and authors is that very often answer comes in some sort of quiet, simple little answer. So, for example, many times for me, my need is just reassurance in that moment. If I'm feeling nervous or scared or uncertain and I go, if I loved myself, what would I choose to do now? And the answer is I would choose to just remind myself that I'm okay and that everything's fine. And that this was my magic phrase while writing. This can be edited later. (laughs) you've all got to write that down well if you're driving you don't write it right now but just try to remember it for later (laughs) this that saved me so many times 
one of the most loving things that any author can say to themselves, I think, at least from what I know about working with authors all these years. Every time I felt too vulnerable with what I was writing or too scared or I thought it was too exposing or something, I just said to myself, you know what, just write down what you want and we can edit it later. If you realize that you don't want it in, you can just take it out. And it was so reassuring. And you know what? All of those things stayed. Those were the things that stayed. And I would bet that some of those things were actually the most powerful things in your book. Completely. And terrifying to write and Mm -hmm. and to allow myself to express. So yes, for all of you listening, just write what you want to write. Write how you want want to write it. You can always edit it later, but just allow that impulse to flow and let it be exactly as you really want it to be. And then if later you're not happy with it or you feel scared by it, then you'll deal with it. But in the actual writing, let yourself be you, let yourself express. And you probably heard me teach that at some point or another, either in a group coaching call or in the get your book done modules to not edit while you write because you can, you, it is so important to just pour what's there on the page, that story, that wisdom, that knowledge, and know that so much can happen in, in editing later. So I'm not sure if you ever heard me preaching that to you as well, but I, I, it's just it's so critical for authors to just be gentle and put it down. It can come out later, but if it never gets out, then you don't even have the opportunity to take it out. Or leave it in as you did in so many cases with what you, you know, were wondering if you could put in the book or not. So absolutely brilliant. That's part of your whole message, Christine, is about allowing people to shine on the page. Yes. Thank you. And when I, you know, see amazing clients like you and other graduates of my Get Your Book Done program with their books in their hands and shine, and I swear when I first met you in Los Angeles, at that conference, because with with what you won from me, you got a bonus ticket to a conference in LA and you came and I was there. And I mean, you like you were lit up like a light bulb. I mean, you not only shined your, you know, shown your words onto that page, but it's just like you are just a shining human being. Some of you may be blessed to meet a lot someday, who knows? But uh yes. So um another question that I want to ask you before we, you know, look at sort of rounding the corn into the wrap up of our um, podcast today is, you know, a lot of people, and I'm glad that we're talking about something like self-love on a podcast about getting your book done because they really, at least in a transformational process, like how I teach people to get their books done, it is very much about having to discover this whole new level of self-love for yourself as you move yes, through. You do. It, you do. No, yeah, you, that's what you teach. I mean, that's, that was one of the huge things I got from you, the reassurance that I'm on a journey that is, it's a thing. People go through this and it's a, it's a way of discovering myself. It was one of the huge gifts you gave me. Oh, well, I'm so grateful you received it and that, uh, and that you really embodied it and then got this book done. So that's awesome. But what I'm curious is like, what prevents people from sort of, going there, you know, cause some people would be like, Oh yeah, that conversation Christine had, you know, about self-love on her podcast. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like, what is it you think that keeps people, uh, sort of stands in their way from being willing to take that journey? Cause man, does it make a book far better than it ever would have been without taking that journey? So what, what do you think, you know, can get in the way? 
Hang on, which journey do you mean? Do you mean the journey to self-love or the journey to writing out your truth? Which of the many journeys available here you mean? The journey that I'm referencing specifically is like the journey of self-love as you write. Because I think as people are writing those books, it really calls forward a lot of opportunity for self-love. So that kind of flavor of the journey, I think, would speak most to our audience. What, what might prevent them from going there? Uh, I think the two beasties, the two biggest, nastiest beasties are fear and judgment. Mm. So, yeah, oof. We're so mean to ourselves in our heads, you know? We uh. speak kindly to ourselves. So I want you to reiterate your book title here again as a question that those of you not driving should write down immediately. We'll also make sure it's posted in the show notes for you, um, along with a bunch of links with resources. I'll talk about that in just a moment. But the show notes always have everything you need to be able to get in touch both with me and, and with Aylut as well. But I just want you to say your book title again, because it kind of feels like when people are in that place of fear and judgment, and you alluded to this earlier as you were going through your own writing process, like when you had those things coming up, you asked yourself this question. So yes, is the book title, but now I want you to really hear this question one more time. I know you've heard it seated throughout this um, episode today, but I want you to hear it one more time as the most powerful thing that you can do if fear or judgment stand in your way and stop you in any aspect of your writing journey or your marketing journey, if your book is already done and out there in the world. So can you just say the question one more time? I just wanted to hit a different place in our listeners. Like this, this question is the solution to that fear and judgment. So if you think of something that currently scares you or that you feel stuck with or you feel uncertain about, just take a moment and, and think about that in a very factual way of, okay, this is the situation. This is where I'm at. This is what I'm facing. This is what I'm thinking. And then take a moment and ask yourself, if I loved myself, what would I choose to do now? Or if I loved myself, what would I choose to say to myself now? And the 100%. book, if you loved yourself, what would you do now? And we've got a link to that book over on the show notes. Some of you I know will be going right over to get it. And, and Christine, I do, I do explain more in, in, the, in the free resource. So if people do want to hear more and understand more how to use the question and and what it actually means and how it is that we don't listen to ourselves. And that's in that free resource that I've. Fabulous. Yes. And that free resource is called how to be guided by your truth, both in business and in life, which certainly involves the book writing process. So for some of you, that's like life and business sort of rolls together as you're writing and publishing and marketing your book. So yeah, that free resource link is also available on our show notes page. Again, how to be guided by your truth in business and in life. So if you want more of Alut, then you'll want to head over to the show notes and grab that. And I love that question. I hope all of you walk away with that question sort of emblazoned on your heart and your soul and your mind as you go through this author journey. Uh, no matter which phase you're in, like I said, there's the writing phase, the publishing phase, the marketing phase, but I really hope you all take that into your heart as you move forward. And as we come in to wrap up, what would you say 
is the most important message that you want our listeners to walk away with regarding this, you know, writing, publishing and book promoting and marketing journey? What, what do you want them just to mm, like seal in their, in their self, seal into their being, into their heart as we wrap today's episode? Years ago, I read a statement by somebody and, and, and she said it was about blog writing and she said, you have to need your blog. In other words, that blog has to be something that's for you and nourishes you. And I want to say the same thing about writing the book. It has to be for you. It's something that nourishes you, that you want to do, and that while you do it, it feeds you in some way. And after you've done it, it's a, it's sort of an outbreath, like a at the end of a good meal. Ah, uh, I'm just sensing a sense of satisfaction and fulfillment and joy, and even like this little turned up, you know, grin, just so full. So yes, that is what we want writing to feel like. Let it nourish you. So beautifully said. Feels like a perfect note to to complete. So, ah, oh, lot. thank you so much. Such a joy to be with you again. It's lovely. And I'm going to be in LA again in February and I'm actually even doing talks and workshops while I'm there. So fabulous. Are you going to be there in March as well at that event? Well, fabulous. Yes. I'll get to see you. I, I will see you there. I'm super excited. That'll be awesome. Yay. Excellent. All right, everyone. Well, um, Elad, thank you so much for your time today. And to our listening audience, thank you for being here. If any of you want to get access to sort of one huge aspect of the program that Elad used to help her write her book, you can just go to getyourbookdone.com to learn more about my Get Your Book Done program. It's been producing authors since 2007 when I developed that course. I highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It walks you step by step through every single thing you need to do from I have a book idea to like, uh, you know, a lot all the way to having the manuscript done and getting through editing and publishing and all of that. So that's at getyourbookdone.com. But until next episode, thank you so much for being here today. Happy writing, everyone. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.